What, what, what? Yep, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Late Night Party Boys. Late Night Party Boys. I'm Ross. I'm Damien. And today on the show we had Harrison Engstrom talking about his party experiences and helping me and Ross understand what it is like to socialise and go to parties. Yeah, because I don't know what it's like. I mean, I talk a big game, but I actually don't know anything about parties. Me neither. I, I turn up and I, I blend in enough, but really, I live vicariously through that, through everyone on our, our podcast. What a guy to live vicariously through today. Yep, Harrison definitely had an interesting party story for us, involving all manner of insane things. Bit of background on Harrison, he's a social media expert extraordinaire, we talk a bit about that with him, and how he got into comedy, and we go through his late night party stories, but we won't keep you anymore. Um, enjoy the episode. Late night party boys. Late night party boys. Late night party boys. Party Boys. I'm Damien. I'm Ross. And together with the Late Night Party Boys, this is the first first ever episode of Late Night Party Boys, so it's going to be a learning experience for all of us, but it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Or a lot of partying, which is fun. Partying's fun. Everyone loves to party. Sometimes. Too much partying, no good. You know, you don't want to party too Tom Hardy, you know what I mean? Tom ha- Does Tom Hardy party? It's just a good rhyme scheme. That's fair enough. I was going to say Charlie Sheen, because he definitely parties too much. See, that's the obvious choice, but it Tom is. Hardy... Yeah, just a, just a well-to-do actor. You wouldn't pick it. Well, today on the show, we have comedian and social media extraordinaire Harrison Engstrom. Hey, guys. How you going? I've got a fun fact about Tom Hardy. He used to be addicted to cocaine and ice, so he knows how to party. Oh. <laughs> we, he was also now a resident fact-checker. At the that's podcast. not a fact check. That's just I'm just adding stuff in. That's what's yeah. fun. Yeah. It's fun for the whole family. Tom yeah. Hardy, cocaine and ice. He loved it. <laughs> Hopefully loved it. That's yeah. He had a fucking rough upbringing too. You can't say really? he's a well-to-do. Yeah. Did he have to claw his way out of that pit? Oh well. Oh, like that movie. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second because I was like, does he does he do that in Bronson? No, he does that in The no, Dark Knight Rises. You no, fucking well, idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but. <laughs> Yeah, just that massive hole that he throws Batman down. He's yeah. like, get out the hole. <laughs> if you can fix your back. You were born in it. Also, do you have two bucks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, All right, we should probably get, we'll, yes, we'll get yeah. straight into this. So, uh, basically, 
go through what the podcast is. So basically we invite comedians in, we interview them about their craziest party stories and what they're up to in the comedy world. And then at the end, uh, before the episode, we get them to give us five dot points as to what happened to this party. And at the very end of the show, me and Ross have written a, a sketch, a series of sketches that try to capture what we interpret those five point five dot points to actually represent. Um, I think it's a pretty good script we got written out. Oh, yeah, you guys are going to love it. But that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a cherry at the top of this podcast Sunday. Yes. Um, right now, we're just going to have a chat to Harrison about some well, of the yeah. cool and exciting projects he's up to. Well, I mean, that's, it depends on where you want me to start with that. Uh, just because, uh, obviously, uh, recently I went to Sydney to perform Giant Dwarf for How Not to Go Viral. It was, very, it was a very small but wonderfully warm audience, which was great. I uh, had a few uh, comedians and, and sort of people in advertising and marketing around uh, Sydney, and it was great because I'd, I'd done it a couple of times in Melbourne. I will be doing it again uh, right before Fringe Festival in August, uh, which will be very, very good. I'm going to announce the days and dates for that quite soon. Uh, is it, am I plugging stuff? Or are you yeah, just you're, already, me, yeah, you're already up Most to the plugging. plugs towards the end of the podcast. We're doing it at the front. Oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> All right, just before you like realize how fucking bad my parties are. Um, well, obviously, uh, that comedy podcast, um, It's uh, we're nearing uh, 100 episodes, so I'm announcing a big thing for that soon, which would be fantastic. Um, and also, uh, I'm, I'm doing a lot more stuff on Harrison Does Things, and uh, that comedy podcast itself is, is basically... It's been going actually pretty good uh, for May and June. We had over... Um, a thousand listeners uh, for, for for like a like a week's oh, worth, wow. which was, was fantastic. That's awesome. I think it does it does help the fact that uh, I basically talked with three TV writers in a row, which is kind of where I wanted to get to with the show. Is that like trying to go from mm. comedians to comedians who like worked in TV to comedians who yeah. sort of made that transition. So how do you how do you start off off in comedy? I don't think oh, I've man. ever spoken to you about this. Well, that's well, <laughs> no, nobody asks me. No, I, I well, basically we're ask <laughs> now we're asking because we we care. We care. Okay. I, uh, fuck, did I talk? Uh, yeah, I, 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 it was basically like how it sort of started. I, I'm not originally from uh, Melbourne. I am originally from Wollongong, which is just south of Sydney, about two hours. Uh, and it's a nice town, I guess. It's a city, apparently, but it's like, nah, it fucking acts like a town. Like, it's just, it, it just, it acts like a town in the way that, like, you know, when, like, there's a teenager who tries to, like, act like his more mature brother, where it's just like, oh, we're totally like Sydney. Like, no, you're not. You don't even have a fucking JB Hi-Fi. Um, but it's, it, they do have a JB Hi-Fi. But it's like, uh, <laughs> Well, I'm then just... they're a city, Harrison. <laughs> if you have a, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, if you have a JB Hi-Fi, and they have a white good section. <laughs> that's, like, the, that's the difference. That's, they don't there, have no. Well, there's like well, there's one nearby that has white goods. All but right, um, that's a city. It's I don't like know what we're the, arguing about in the 20th century is like the city to be a city it has to have a church and it also has a have a main function for uh, merchants and people to come through. Uh, but then in the 21st century, it's like you got a JB Hi-Fi? No. Well, fu- you're a fucking town then. Um, that's that's how it works. But I move I moved to Melbourne uh, in uh, 20, 20 yeah 2014 uh, with my ex fiance. We moved down here because uh, I got a job working for. for for Telstra as a social media person which you mentioned at the top of the episode um, and then uh, that relationship kind of slowly we drifted apart and so we sort of she moved back uh, to New South Wales and uh, just at that exact same time like a whole bunch of like stuff coalesced at the same time I was working on um, like a growing podcast network and I had a fight with uh, one of the other hosts during an episode who just basically said that I was not funny he was just basically just yeah. like you're not funny you're, good, you're fucking cutting all the time and you're just not that funny and I 
felt so fucking heartbroken at the time, and I was like, well, fuck, what am I like? What am I gonna do? And so I started doing stand up. Like I literally, mm. I practiced for a full month. I wrote out a, like a whole set. I practiced it in front of this this girl that I started dating, and she was like, it's fucking hilarious and it's great, and you should just do it. And then I got so nervous and timid. And uh, and eventually I, I like worked on the set and then I, I got to my first gig was at the Imperial. I still have like the recording of it and everything. It's oh, fucking wow. crazy. Um, but yeah, that's how that's how I got started doing stand-up is that I was like working on podcasts and stuff. Like I think right, like even before I started doing stand-up, I was doing a show which was kind of like a pilot season for that comedy podcast called Laugh Till You Cry, which the original premise of that show, which is not good, which was uh, trying to get comedians on the show to talk about uh, stories that were not funny, that they were basically kind of more emotional, more stuff that you couldn't really tell on stage. And there mm. were like seven episodes of that, and it was amazing. I had um, uh, Matthew Vaughn and Greta Harrison, who are now uh, screenwriters. They basically, uh, like, they, they originally had done stuff for Channel 31, and now that they have a mo- new movie coming out called Event Zero. Cool. I had Dilruk Jaya singer. Murphy McLaughlin, um, Isabel Angus, who's everybody kind of knows, yeah, is a very, yeah, yeah. very good uh, character comedian. And yeah, it was uh, fantastic. And then, yeah, that f- falling out in sort of the, the other, one of the other podcast shows. And I was just like, well, fuck, I should just start doing stand up. How many podcasts have you had, Harrison? I just want to. <laughs> oh, wait, you many. better Harrison's not be. Harrison's not a one podcast man. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Well, that's, that's like the thing is, like, I started at university. I, I had, what did I have? I had four podcasts. Before I started Jesus. doing that podcast, you just podcasts. can't get enough podcasts. Keep I, your microphone in your pants. Just because, like, I gotta I, sling that around for the. I really loved podcasts. <laughs> like every other fucking white dude at uni with like a fucking uh, like slight bout of depression was like, <laughs> all my friends are in my ears, and I, I just like <laughs> I, I felt that like I I felt like, and I constantly feel like this, which is not true, but I constantly feel like, man, I got something to say. When it's like, no, you don't. You you constantly just make up your own mind on things and prop the, the opinions and facts on things are probably wrong i'm waiting for somebody to like and like i'm actually a few people have sent me emails about like fact checking stuff and i just corrected in the next episode i was like i'm really sorry this is wrong here's, here's a bunch of other stuff that is definitely true about stuff tom um, hardy did have to climb out of a pit <laughs> <laughs> Man, like rehab in fucking uk is real tough <laughs> but yeah i had like a podcast where uh it was me and my friends commenting on music videos and there was one where my friend went to the uk and so we, we did like a bunch of Skype calls back and forth, which yeah, she had like cool. a fake British accent during it as well. I still, they're still online. All that shit's still online. Then there was another one that me and my friend did, which was, I'm actually kind of really proud of, and I kind of wish that we could still do, but he's really busy with stuff, um, where every single episode we would come up with um, three plot points and a title for a film, and then, then we would just lay out the entire film from beginning to end, and then we would cast it. And there was basically it was called this thing called backroom pitching, where basically mm. you would, um, yeah, you would basically come up with a fake episode every, every fake movie every single episode so of series. Kind of like fantasy football, but for kind movie, yeah. movie, yeah. movie people. Yeah, and again, all that stuff is st- I've got so much stuff before I started doing comedy that's online that yeah. people can find. It's on archive.org or Podbean. Aren't you, aren't you terrified that Fuck you know, no. like everything on the internet? I, you can, uh, it's it's like I I when I was in university. I made this terrible. Oh god, and it's online as well. I made this te- with my friend. We friend, my me and my friend. We thought we'd written this great Tropfest film entry. First year uni, we're like, "Well, we got this in the bag," and it is awful. Like all my actors dropped out. Like, well, two of them dropped out last minute, so we had like five people on set. Oh shit! And one, and I had to play this role. I was meant to just direct it. Yeah. 
I ended up playing like one of the leads, and I just had not rehearsed for it. My acting's god awful, and it's one of those films where you see like, oh, you look at the credits, like, oh, this guy did everything, and you can tell, and you can you can tell. My uh, stick I tr- to one, mm. yeah, you know? just stick to one thing. That uh, was it. Um, Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I I did a similar thing for the first year of Fresh Blood. Um, I got a bunch of people together that uh, I had met while working um, on a show for the ABC and I got all these actors together and I thought I had a director and a cinematographer and they dropped out the day of and so I had to do everything. For those who don't know what Fresh Blood is, it's, yeah. uh, it's uh, an ABC pilot program essentially where mm-hmm. for new comedians or new... Uh, well, it doesn't have to be comedians. No, no, just content creators. It could be normies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it can be just regular people who have a story to tell. Yeah. Uh, Want to make some content. That and has to be funny. For... It has to be Oh, funny. it has to be funny? Yeah, Fresh Blood's about... this oh, comedy. it's about comedy. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the... Not from what I've watched. Again, that video is... <laughs> that, <laughs> that video is no, still... actually pretty good. Um... <laughs> Oh, oh, stick by your opinions, boss. <laughs> oh, I'll flip flop. I don't want to get on the bad side of anyone in this biz. We'll edit this bit out. We but won't the... edit. <laughs> it's staying in. I got some bad news, guys. I edited it for you by laughing over it constantly. <laughs> but um, that again, that that short film's online. I think the premise of it's really good. I didn't even write the script. It was a, one of the actors who wrote the script. It's about a bunch of high school kids who um, perform a blood ritual on the weekend. Um, to uh, get out of uh, to, to get out of an exam, ah. and it was going to follow them like through that whole trajectory. Like the first thing is them doing the blood ritual, and then they have like a demon actually comes to life, and then they're going to deal with Ringling um, and the demon. And, anyway. Wait, so like, what, what was the end game? Was like the demon going to get them out of the exam, or was it just like well, they thought that like them performing the ritual because they're fucking dumb teenagers. Them performing the ritual was actually just going to get them out of like they would they would somehow put a curse on the school or some shit like that. I just I, I just like the idea of like. The excuse of, oh, I can't do the exam. I've got this whole demon thing now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like, my dog ate my homework. I have a demon living in my house. Well, like, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the kind of, like... Fair the, enough. That was, like, the kind of, like, the sweet-natured story of it. And I'm really fucking... The guy, the guy named uh, Vitas Varnas, who wrote the script, is really, mm. really funny. And the, the, the sort of pullback and reveal is the fact that he, he's the one who's come up with the blood ritual. He, his friends have come along with him to get out of the exam, but what he's really trying to do is resurrect his dog that passed away years ago. Aww. And so it's this like really thing. And but unfortunately, because they like, summon a demon, they like he constantly wants to ask the demon like, "Hey, can you fucking bring my dog back?" Like it's just like this. <laughs> hey, this, like, uh, uh, does this demon take requests? Because <laughs> uh, I've I've known like, most demons are uh, self-employed. Um, they, they they're very independent. Uh, they're Sagittarius. Yeah, That's, like most. I mean, I've been. I've I've met demons and like yeah, yeah sure yeah look for a lot of for the most part they want to you know do their own thing yeah. but I was just wondering if you're one of those demons that takes takes uh, do you take favors do you take do you take, uh, do you take, bribes? take uh, I got another dog um, pretend to be a dog I don't care at this point he's <laughs> <laughs> my homework line. either I can't use it but anyway yeah the 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 short film's fucking terrible it's um I can't remember what it's called um I think it's just called Blood Ritual but it's like it's just basic because again not me not a cinematographer me not a director me not good at English but also uh like just just disobeying things like just, just regular like film techniques and like the 180 rule and blocking uh. and staging and I'm like yeah just put the camera here and like we were literally we put a microphone on the end of a fucking hockey stick which I learned from clerks to just get <laughs> audio Love it. and it's fucking just little things like that and we all shot it in one day like it's it's a good feat for what you can do oh, in yeah. one day but oh, 100%. it's a fucking bad short film ah oh, that's how you that's how you learn though if oh, I had yeah. to list the amount of bad student films I've been in <laughs> just to get material for my showreel and by material I 
I mostly just mean waste a week of my life yeah. every now and then. Uh, like, oh, it's countless. But, you know, it's it's also you're doing something good. Like, you're, you're like especially as an actor, if you are more advanced, like, I do... I go back and do the um, the student films now and then because you help them out. And oh, totally! It's a bit of fun if I've got nothing on. What? Doesn't <laughs> you're a real you're a real Doesn't charity matter. worker. Well, it, is charity. it is charity. It is charity. It is you don't like... get paid for them. Like, oh fuck, that's true. And and I was like, I was on. Set. I, I did one a couple of weeks ago, and I'm on there. I was like, literally telling about the 180 rule, and I'm like, you can't change that angle. No, like, no, exactly. You've got to keep it here. You make sure the blocking yeah. is like nobody. Not everyone has to face the camera, but you have to have at least some point where like this is fucking basic like film 101 which I didn't take it in uni but I, I tell people I did um, just because I learned all that shit online afterwards but basically like you got to make sure that one people are within their eyeline so when they're talking to each other mm. like it looks normal and it's just just regular basic yeah, it's shit just, yeah. just your basic stuff and that's what yes. I've them before <sighs> But yeah, but that's it. So there's that comedy podcast. Uh, Harrison does things. I'm releasing new videos. Uh, I'm trying to make stuff every single week now, whether it's a video remix um, or if it's just like a little sketch thing that I can kind of throw together. And uh, yeah, and Captain Kim today, uh, it's taking a break in June because I am working Mm. on um, other projects, um, like releasing on new podcasts. Everything. At the end of the, you're well, working on everything. But, but it doesn't like I had. I genuinely had a dream last night where I just stopped doing things, and I was like, "Oh, good, finally!" Like no one was watching anyway. I'm like, "I know." And so it's it was Aww. a real. It wasn't even like a nightmare. It was just like it was just real sad. It was just like, <laughs> "Hey, like no one, one thing, cares about anything you do." And I'm like, "I know." It's not true. You're like a <laughs> you're a beacon of light in the Fuck comedy community. Off. You are, no, no, no. I I mean this because you're one of those people that just like. You, you, you're always out there supporting it. Like you, it's yeah. Because I fucking you love like. It. I love being a part of comedy. The problem is, is that I just know that like. I'm at the end of it. I've actually been doing this every single month now where I'm like, I'm, I'm adding up, and this is a horrible way to do this, but I'm adding up like the number of views, the people I've worked with, and like all of that kind of stuff with like, am I improving? Am I like, yeah. I, do, I do it on like, I actually do like a full live Twitter thing. Like, I'm, I try to be as transparent as possible with everything that mm. I do, where it's just like, I, I'm, I'm working towards something, but I don't know what that thing is. Like, I think that there's, there's more positivity, hope, and, and light, as it were, in just constantly learning and moving forward yeah. than just stopping and like constantly like criticizing everything that you do because you'll mm. learn that shit on the way. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing with like the, the filmmaking stuff I was talking about before, like the one eater reel, where it was like when I was editing it, I was like, why is this so horrible? Like what everything what is wrong about everything about this? And then I you know, because he know, looking at her chin. Yeah. <laughs> Why does, does a look... chin looking weird on the day? What this is, is a weird lo- character choice. <laughs> <laughs> Are they cross-eyed? No, they look like they look like they're looking like a bat is hanging from the ceiling while they're delivering this monologue. It's it's <laughs> oh man, it's hard. It's hard being creative. It's, it's ah. not. It's it's procrastinate. Like I spent. I was talking uh, off mic about the fact that like I did something I haven't done in uh, ten years. I murdered someone. No, I, I I was playing a video game until two a.m. for the first time in a very long time last night, and I while I was doing it and getting very, very frustrated at Tony Hawk's Underground 2. But in fairness, Harrison, that's that's research in the comedy world. Like you, <laughs> you probably have a solid 10 on Tony Hawk material that still still holds. I, would, <laughs> I do have this whole bit about how uh, uh, the, the reason the Jackass game sucks is because the Tony Hawk's Underground game 2 is, uh, is so good. But no, I was well, as I was playing it, I was just thinking of just like 
really dumb comebacks to people because <laughs> because that game is fucking full of them and it's just like it's poor writing and also it's like the jackass team trying to be like fucking teenagers like they say retarded a lot in yeah. the thing and like it's like it's contextually specific in the first level which is Boston because everyone's like saying oh man I fucking love you Deborah that's freaking retarded how much you love me Chris like that that bullshit and then they just keep mm. saying it like later on where it's like Steve was like oh dude I fucking like that guy was so retarded when I knocked him in the fucking like dunk tank and I'm like man you gotta turn it down a little bit what's like a du- what's a dunk tank like, well, it's that thing where, like, people, like, they usually do it at, like, charity events where, like, somebody's oh, famous yeah. or something. Thing. Like, Lynn yeah. Dunham did it at, like, some yeah. festival a couple of years they ago. They throw the ball in it. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, then. yeah. All right. I thought it was a skateboarding thing. Don't take. Skateboard with a basketball now? Is this, like, slam ball? <laughs> like, trampolines and basketball, now you got skateboards? Yeah. But I was just thinking about, like, just dumb comebacks. Like, it's just in people, like... I just imagine that, like, the first ever comeback to anyone ever was just two cavemen just coming up and be like, you know what, Ugg? You are like rock. And it's just like, oh, I'm like rock? You are like pebble. And they're like, ah, ha, 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 he's... It's like, because he's small. And he just felt so proud. And that's that's, that's not the bit, but I'm just, like, uh, saying that there's just, Tony like... Hawk. <laughs> and this brings back memories, because one of my friends at high school used to invite us over afterward to just hang out, eat yeah. food, and play Tony Hawk. Yeah. Uh, but his version of playing Tony Hawk was he would use the cheats yes. and just, like, grind a rail infinitely. for... Infinitely. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'd be like, this is well, why am I even doing this? Yeah. Like, you just... Anyway, so most of it was just us eating his food and him playing Tony Hawk by himself. <laughs> That's a bad friend, Damien. <laughs> ah, look. <laughs> Although, free food, pretty dope. True. Yeah. True, true, true. Which Tony Hawk was it? Do you remember? Ah... Uh... The just one with the skateboards. Fuck you. <laughs> <Like, laughs> I knew we were going to say that. Uh, That's what I was going to ask. Like, oh, do you remember the levels? I have no idea. That's totally fine. I have no idea. It's been a while. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, well, we, we should get into it. it is a, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A That's everything about, I do. Yeah, it's a, oh, you, do, you do so many things, like, we actually couldn't cover it. Yeah. Like, you make people go viral like crazy. That is literally one of my jobs. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's fun. I, 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 I've talked about it on my own show and other podcasts and stuff like that. But it is weird seeing, like, the veil behind the curtain, how it is just, mm. like, a series of turning cogs in a gigantic algorithm, essentially. It's like watching it jump yeah. from platform to platform is what I truly love because it means I have an impact. Like, there's this whole, uh, there's this talk online about, like, why, why do millennials hate work? It's like, because they're not doing enough impact. I was like, I get so much job satisfaction on a daily basis. It's really fucking depressing when there's, like, a week that goes by where, like, no, oh, I didn't help someone. It's just wow. a fucking, it's a bummer. But it's like, ah, oh, well, the next week after, I'll do something incredible. It's yeah. it's fine. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's uh, again, people should just come see me do the talk and then they'll know how not to go viral. Because the whole talk is, like, it's called How Not to Go Viral because it's, like, one, I don't want to be one of those fucking snake oil salesmen like, okay, all right, so here's what you do is you yeah. get $400 and you give it to a bunch of people who have, like, fucked Reddit accounts and you make them upvote stuff. I was like, it's not about that. It's about producing good content mm. and optimizing your content for different platforms. That's what it's about. And, like, I I was really bummed out. I was reading... Um, uh, Screen Australia did a whole um, case study sort of thing, similar to what I did, uh, and they were just talking about, like, how... Like, some productions spend only $4,000, while some productions spend $200,000. And I'm like, you're just making content. You're not actually mm. talking about how stuff goes viral. You have to talk about the way that you are able to work with platforms and actually talk yeah. with other people about what your idea is, cutting it down to small snippets, working on, like, making like, a list. That time. People love lists. Uh, that's what, that's, <laughs> Everything's it's a list in the show. On the Everyone loves dot points. <laughs> <laughs> One, Ross is right. Two, he's very, very good at delivering that. Three, he should... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the list thing. Just, yeah. 
Just make a list. Just make a list. Lists. To be check, fair, that, check that, it twice. That whole Buzzfeed, that whole um, Screen Australia thing was written as a list. <laughs> the, what, what, what was the, 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 um, the Screen Australia Hannah? Like the, oh. their viral thing was also written as a list. I'm like, well, they tried. They did their own thing. I'm like, <laughs> it's just a whole. It's just different because they're professionals, and that woman probably got paid to to write that article. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was a good read because it was like it kept me humble. Where it's just like, oh right, they actually have a probably a stronger. They have a stronger connection with the people that they work with at Screen Australia. Like they were talking with like Auntie Donna and Sketchy yeah. about the way that their stuff goes um, viral and stuff that they work on. And I think that obviously the the quality speaks for itself for those sort of ah the production value is crazy. On yeah, those exactly. Things. Yeah, so good. Especially Auntie Donna. That's one thing I absolutely love is that they get. And I actually know one of the producers who who works on their stuff constantly. And they get honestly they get the best people in mm. Australia to work on their stuff. And I, I'm, that's why I'm really excited for Chaperones for for Stan, which is what they're doing. Um, and basically, like, just knowing that they're, they're like, actually are working with genuinely the best people. And they, what's, what's Chaperones? Chaperones is their original series that they're making with Stan. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Because, like, um, like, Stan's jumping the gun on um, making original content. Like, Netflix, I yeah. think, last week, they were like, guess what? We're making an original Australian content. I'm like, what was Pacific Heat then, guys? We don't talk about that. <laughs> Here's Tidelands. Um, but that's well, that's true. Somebody did point out to me that no, um, more, more work for Australian artists is always a good exactly, thing. Exactly, yeah. And they're doing... I, that somebody wrote an article recently about the fact that, like, the government isn't going to save... Um, uh, the, sorry, the government isn't going to save uh, film in Australia. It's the people who are making stuff online. Oh, it's Netflix, it's Stan, it's, like, people like Auntie Donna who are, like, mm. actually spending time, like, cultivating those global audiences while yeah. everybody else is just like man what if we reboot Water Rats I'm like you fucking <laughs> piece of shit that we're fuck every motherfucker wants NCIS no one gives a fuck about your dickheads on boats fuck that like <laughs> nationalistic <laughs> bullshit that you're trying to force down people's throats that didn't work the first time I've watched one they should make one. Oh shit I mean Sea Patrol not Water Rats sea Water Patrol. Rats is great sorry <laughs> yeah I, I never watched any of them I, I was thinking you were going to say the only one I knew was Stingers Stingers, that was stingers on the boats no, it was Stingers. It was, stingers was a cop show. Yeah, it was and a, a cop, new just one, a cop Stingers show. are going to be on the boat. Yeah, because that's what <laughs> slang for jellyfish, you know? Like, that just, <laughs> just makes sense. You know, sea cops. Yeah. <laughs> sea Every cops. episode, there's no crime in the sea, and they just... Nothing happens. I just it's want, the worst. <laughs> what I would love is, like, a parody of those cop shows in Australia. Because I feel like that's such a fucking untapped market, where it's just, uh. like, it would, it would follow three different... It would follow three different cops in, like, a... Like, um... Oh God, what's that fantastic show with... Maya Rudolph, um, oh, not Maya Rudolph. Now I'm being, now I'm being racist. Uh, Angie Tribeca, Angie Tribeca. Oh or yeah, 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 yeah. Angie Tribeca is awesome. I would love for an Australian cop show. It follows three cops. Um, one's like a grizzled old one, and one of them's like a sort of new recruit, and one of them's mm. like this this female I think constable. You're the one who told me to watch Angie Tribeca. It's real fucking yeah. good. Um, but it'd be great if they like it's 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 like every classic. Like Australian cop show, but it's all of them together. So there's 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 like some scenes where they have to like go down to the docks, but there's also ones where they're like in a heavy metropolitan. But there's also like a really like a bush kind of thing. Mm. But apparently they're all within ten minutes from each other. <laughs> and so like the whole thing where it's just like, well, it looks like we're gonna go. Like they're in the city, they're in the main city, yeah. like unit, like HQ, and they're like. Looks like we're gonna pay a little visit to Farmer John, and then it just cuts to like ten minutes later, and they're just like in the most fucking rural area. Love it. And it's just like I can't believe the farm's only thirty minutes from Melbourne, and it's just like, <laughs> that'd be pretty funny. It's just all dirt. Like there's no houses. Like they do a big wide shot, and it's just this one house on this, this one is, farm. This is turning into the movie pitch show. No, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You're, sorry, you're sorry. co-opting this podcast and turning it into your own. And one. then they have a party at the farmer's place. Thank there you. we go. Keep Thank it you. Keep it on topic. Keep it on topic. 
All right. Speaking of topics, yes. parties. It's what what our listeners love. <laughs> I think we uh, we it's don't have any. It's the first episode. Yeah, that's bad. We don't have any yet, but we're hoping for some. Yes. They're tuning in to hear about. If you don't like parties. parties Please listen to us. <laughs> but if you do, yes, yeah, definitely listen to us. There is your trailer. There we go. There you, we go. You... <laughs> We're doing the trailers while recording the episodes. Exactly. Yeah, it yeah. saves time. It does. Party boys. DJ Khaled. Does this DJ does take requests? Unlike the demon. That's good for the people who will eventually who, see the episode. Yeah. Yeah. It won't make any call sense back. out of context. Yeah. It won't make sense out of context. Um, cool, cool. So, yes. yeah. Well, Harrison, you partied. Yeah. You've partied. It's, uh, Everyone's partied. Yeah. We've all partied. It's starting to sound like none of us have partied. It's, yeah, it sounds <laughs> like we're something uh, Arjun's trying to like figure out. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we partied. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally partied. Like, there's that where they bring the chocolate uh, wine fountain out, and, and, and you got to, like, dip your glass in the fountain. And, they give you a party and, hat. And, and, they give you, <laughs> and you got to use the party hat as also a drinking implement. Uh, yeah, I'm in the parties. All right. Yes. Well, what we're going to do now is we're going to hear about Harrison's is it your worst party story? It's one of my like worst, one of your party worst ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so where, 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 where do you want me to start? What was the first dot point that I that so, I gave you guys? So at the start, uh, the week before this podcast, yes. we get Harrison to write five dot points as to what happened on this night, and we write a sketch at the end about our interpretation, and he tells us a story beforehand. Yeah. So dot point number one, he turned up early. Oh, yeah. And nearly cried in a bathroom. Yeah, that's true. So, it was one of my first ever uni parties ever. It was at a friend's place. It was somebody that I'd known um, from high school. She, um, she, she was a very good friend of mine. I don't know if I should say her name. Oh, let's just call her Elizabeth. Elizabeth is her name. And um, and basically, yeah, she had this fantastic share house um, just on the outskirts of uh, Wollongong in sort of like a North Wollongong area up on top of a hill. And it was amazing. And it was my, I felt like it was my first real party because she partied hard. She'd always told me stories in high school about how amazing she partied. And now we're like in university and we kind of like had time to sort of like go off, do our own thing, come back together. And I was just glad that she invited me. I also brought brought my um, girlfriend at the time who I was dating who lived right behind the university so it was fucking sweet like I like because usually uh, what I would do is I would just because I I, I I drove but I uh, I found that there was an easier solution that I would just go to uh, my mum's work which was at the TAFE which is right across the road from the university I would wait for her to finish and then I would just I would just go home with my mum like because hmm. uni would finish at 5.30 I would try and keep my timetable as yeah. like within her work uh, which I realised like very, I was extremely lucky to do show. I, I never had like an 8.30 class or any of that bullshit. But anyway, I was there with my girlfriend and uh, we turned up real early and like real early. Like it was meant, the party was meant to start at 8.30. I turned up at 8.30 and it was just me and Ugh. my friend and it, it, her housemates had gone out to dinner and then were coming mm. back. And so she was like, she the, the party was all set up but it was yeah. like, it was just me and I was like, oh man. Oh my god, this is terrible! I shouldn't have fucking. T- I should have put to have a ten. And like my my girlfriend had no idea, but I, I went to the bathroom and I cried because I was just like I felt like a fucking loser. I felt what? so angry at myself because I was like I just want I want to make a good impression and stuff. And I just I like I yeah. muffled my cries because I'm not just gonna I'm not gonna be like one of those people at a party who you see crying and just like mm. uh, Harrison's had too much to drink again because you know when there's somebody crying at a party, either you pay all attention to them. Or you designate one person to go uh, get go, them. Deal with this. Where it's just like, <laughs> all right, Catherine's crying. Where's where? Like, 
<laughs> I'm, still trying Steve? To, I'm still trying to salvage this night Steve? and have some fun. Exactly. Can like, someone else deal with this? Because I thought, because <laughs> this is just the, like, to be fair, if you cry at the start of a party, it's uphill from there. If you're crying at like 1 a.m., it's like, that's a fucking, <laughs> that's you a, peaked early, yeah. buddy. That's a very positive spin on it. Yeah. And so, again, this is for, for foresight. What, 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 do, you, what do you, yeah? Hindsight. 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 And so I wiped my face and I, um, uh, I dried off and, uh, and I went back out to the party. And my girlfriend was like, you were in that a long time. And I was like, I was doing drugs. Jokingly, I was doing drugs. And then Elizabeth came up to me and she was like, have you got something? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I was kidding. I did them all. I, was I like, did no, all no, the drugs. I, 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 yeah, I did all of them. And she's like, no, it's fine. I've got some. And I'm like, oh, I, oh okay. Um, and so, <laughs> fuck. Um, eventually, time passed. And I got very, very drunk very, very quickly. Because I'm a lightweight. I, people, I don't know. Nobody knows this about me. Nobody knows me. Um, but I, I, I get very drunk very, very easily. Yeah. Like, I'm two drinks in. And I'm like, oh, yes. I'm at my peak. And then I have to, like, basically cycle between like two waters and then yeah. like one alcoholic beverage or otherwise either I throw up or it's just like I, I can't dance I can't function properly <laughs> um, and it's, it's just good I've, I've learned my limits my limit is whatever is the equivalent to to, uh, twelve to fifteen shots. I I, I had like a that's, there was a that's a pretty. I feel like that's a pretty high limit. No no no. Oh, it's in like, like, it's in like, like collapsing. That is my oh, limit that's to collapse. Because I yeah. I did it in tw- like I didn't point in a return. Yeah exactly. It's just like I learned that when yeah when I was in university, me and my friends we basically did an endurance run just to see, and we just kept we were playing. We did it in the nerdiest way possible. We were playing a Team Fortress Two, which is a team multiplayer game uh, where basically you guys are different classes and you kill each other and stuff like that. And every single time that you died you had to do a shot and because I was the worst on the team I got to like 10 shots pretty quickly and I was just not functional like I I totally zoned out I nearly like not fell asleep but I blacked out and I just wasn't moving and I had my friend because we're all at different computers I had to get my friend to come up and he just slapped me like it wasn't he could have just tapped me and be like are you okay but he slapped me and he's like you fucking died again while waiting at the spawn point dickhead and I had to take another shot and then when I hit 15, I had to stop playing because I was thrown out for like about half an hour. Uh, and it was the ugh. first time I ever had like a proper hangover. Like it was, yeah. it was real fucking bad. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I got, I got really drunk really quickly and then her friends came back and then every like the party kind of kicked off and it was crazy. Um, what was going on there? Describe so, it. So basically, like, it was really, really Paint nice like how it was set up because like the, the Elizabeth was a very sort of like, not hippie, but she was very, very sort of spiritual kind of person. So there was like, not that this is stereotypical for a spiritual <laughs> thing, but she she put like certain lights in certain areas, which she explained was meant to bring good vibes and it was meant to attract the right crystals? people to the party. Not crystals. There might have been crystals there. I'll get that. Back were there to dream that in the dream catches. There were. There was dream catches. Okay. Good. Um, but there were outside. Like who was sleeping outside? And then I saw Under somebody who passed out uh, later on outside. And I was like, good thing that dream catches there. And He's so, gonna have great dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Bad hangover. Great dreams. Sweet dreams. Um, but yeah. So basically, uh, yeah, there was like these beautiful colored lights around everywhere. She had basically like made a little canopy of the lights uh, outside, which is really really lovely. Mm. Um, and uh, do let me know if I'm like not checking off things on those dot points because I'm just trying. To think of oh like, yeah 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 it's fine it's doing you right. go you're going yeah, yeah. fine yeah, yeah. you're going fine we're, we're building up we're building up <laughs> to the good stuff so basically during the night i meet one of elizabeth's friends her name is emma we 
yeah, let's just call her Emma for now. Um, and she's partying very, very hard. She's just she's this wonderful, wonderful sweet woman. She's in like a crop top and half her hair is shaven because that was the style at the time. Um, and I don't know if it's still the style. But basically, <laughs> that's the style of the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as soon as I said that, I was like, <laughs> I think it. it's still pretty popular. You're not that exactly. old, Harrison. Yeah, I know. It was like this was five years ago. So anybody doing it now? Fucking poses. Um, <laughs> Back in the year two thousand and seven. There was a style that got amongst the children. We were shaving our head and watching Heroes while we're drinking uh, Alka Pops. It was a different time for oh, people. Oh, man, Hayden Panettero. <laughs> she was a cheerleader. <laughs> okay. Lost was the new thing when Damon Lindelof had first uh, broken the scene when they danced upon, he danced upon the Hollywood sign while making sure people know about the dangers of smoke monsters. We later oh. found out that was just pollution. <laughs> Oh, it was a different time. <laughs> Did it go too long, that show? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> way too long and way too convoluted. Anyway, so um, Emma turns up, and uh, she's a very wonderful, very kind person at first, um, and very, like, just life of the party. Like, going from person to person, she clearly knows pretty much everybody there, and she wants to get to know me, because I, hmm. I don't look like the way that I look now. I had no facial hair at the time, um, but I had, like, a lot of hair. I was a shaggy motherfucker. Uh, it's yeah. still on my license, just as shaggy motherfucker um i had to get a change legal reasons and so uh yeah i meet em and it's fine and it's nice and she seems very fine person and we just kind of like go around not to mention that my girlfriend is still here and she's a very timid person she's very very sort of nervous she's not a party person she's kind of has like social anxiety which is very understandable she like had kind of a rough upbringing um back in the uk and you know she just didn't really have like lots of friends. It wasn't until she got to university, and this is a common story that I I find with a lot of people. So they don't find like real friends, like proper friends, till they get to university. And I think that that's mm. because <laughs> schooling just fucking sucks. Also, you don't know who you are when you're a fifteen. Oh, totally. Fifth, yeah. Like when you're, you know. If I'd stay with the friends that I that I hung out with most at like at high school, and I know this is an exaggeration, I probably would have killed myself. They're yeah. just like not nice people, uh, very yeah. backstabby, very fucking I, like. I had two. Gr- Groups. We're digressing. Yeah. I like the groups that were like absolute degenerates, and then the groups yeah. that are all high achievers. If I hung out with the high achievers, I would have had a job now. <laughs> I, if I hung out with the de- degenerates, I would have been. Yeah, I, I'd probably be dead. But it, but like th- those like the people that I still know and talk to from high school. They're amazing people. They're people in mm. bands. They're, they're performers. One of them is an amazing burlesque performer who, like, won, I think, oh, like, wow. like a Miss Burlesque, like, 2014, 2015, and now she has, like, she just travels around the country just doing that shit. And, like, it's fucking amazing. That is amazing. Um, but, but basically, yeah. So, I yeah, my, my girlfriend is just trying to, like, I'm trying to introduce her to people that I know and into into um, Elizabeth and all these kind of other people. And then I, I'm trying to introduce them to Elizabeth and her housemates, one of them whom she's uh, currently dating and then I stumble upon them just in a single room and they all happen to be doing uh, crystal meth in there just passing yeah. around a bulb and I'm just like you know what I'm not like, I, I'm not because it wasn't until like years later that I would first try illicit substances oh, no I've never tried ice this is a sting operation <laughs> <laughs> oh no stingers um, <laughs> like the boat cops <laughs> boat cops <laughs> oh no, semen is in here. Um, but basically, yeah. So I, I, they're all just in a circle, passing a bulb around, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not cool with this. Mm. Um, but my my girlfriend again, timid, socially anxious, doesn't have heaps of friends, just fucking hits it. Wow. And I'm just like, I don't know you at all. And she's like, what? It's just fine. It's just once. And then the rest of the evening, I'm just trying to hold her and calm her down. Like she just mm. keeps getting nervous and like tense and paranoid. And I'm like, 
I wand you, you and shit. And she's like, no, it's fine. It's great. You it's totally fine. You yourself are very drunk at this point as I'm, well. Exactly. I'm drunk, so I'm slurring. Like, I fuck you. I love you, but... And that's the first time I say, like, I love you. And I'm like, but this is... Like, as if it's like... As if, like yeah. I'm trying to, like, transfer my energy, like, like this chaotic, just like, <laughs> oh, why? Why? And I'm like, I'm sound like a fucking dying cat. And then, like, in between all that, because I've hit my limit, um, and I, this, I forget to drink water, I'm, like, throwing up over a balcony, Ugh. like, just ba- barely missing people who are trying to have a nice conversation. <laughs> They're like, oh, shit, it's raining fucking goon. Great. Fucking brilliant. And I'm, like, because I'm, like, I'm, 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 I'm upset. Like, I'm visibly upset. Mm. Not going to the bathroom to cry upset but just like ah Jesus Christ upset mm. and I, I'm throwing up and I'm trying to find my girlfriend and then I keep running into M and I ask her like hey have you seen my girlfriend and she's like no I haven't seen her and shit like that and so I'm now sobering up now that I've thrown up and now that my girlfriend has taken a bunch of ice and I'm just like <laughs> I finally find her and she's in a corner and she's real chill and I'm like oh she must have like she must have not have hit it that bad and stuff mm. and she's like okay maybe it's not that bad and then like 10 minutes later she's just yelling at me where it's just like you don't control me you don't control my body I'm like this isn't this oh, is wow. not the same thing this Ooh. is like to like take an ice and like oh are you pregnant is not the, the same fucking thing it's like I, I just I felt so sorry for her but also oh. at the same time like try, trying to fit in and I totally get that but this is not the way to do that it's about having conversations with people it's like talking with the people in the room who happen to have the ice not just partaking <laughs> it for the first time <laughs> And so, um, eventually, like, my girlfriend just, like, in between random fights with her, she calms down, and she's fine, and she she gets a a taxi home, and she's texting with me most of the evening Mm. that she's really sorry, and she's, like, Wikipediaing, like, what is the half-life of ice? (laughs) Essentially, like, Uh, what is the come down? When's it getting out of me? Yeah, I was like, when can she sleep? And I'm like, look, just just keep hydrated. If you need me, I will come there. Like, this is a time before Ubers and shit, so, Mm. like, I'm just trying to think of, like, how much... I don't even think I'm, like, working at the time. Oh, yeah, I am working at the time. I just realized, like... A part of the story, um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making a lot of money at the time. Where were like, you working, Harrison? I was, you tried to gloss over that. Well, I was working for a friend of my dad at a um, at a like a sandwich place, like a little cafe there in like um, Shell Harbor. Like Dad's just, friend's sandwich place. This sounds all manner of dodgy. What, <laughs> what sandwiches were you making? Were they yeah, ice sandwiches? <laughs> Look, we just like we filled it with crystal meth, and we just wrapped it up, and we just gave it to them. That's all we did. That's all we did. Um, but ah, oh, man, that's that that whole sandwich place is a whole other thing. Like that place, when I was so bad at my job, whenever whenever I like listen to this, whenever I mentioned ho- like I worked in hospitality, this is my I worked in hospitality story. I was I should never complain about hospitality or working in hospitality for the few months that I did because I was so fucking bad at my job because I know how stressful that job is. Mm. I was bad at taking orders. I was bad at making food. I was bad at <laughs> getting paid and also turning up to work. Wait, I was how a can you mess up a sandwich? This person that wanted it, she was like one of only five people that were really pedantic at the shop, like about her sandwiches. Like if the if the if something fell out or yeah. if it wasn't wrapped properly or if it was like too soggy, she would complain. I want to talk then, to the manager. And they would like and and the woman who run the place who was the the the, the wife of my dad's friend. Mm. She was this very strict German woman. Like she had run very very nice, but if you like, she would like get you to make it on her own, and then she would criticize you, and then just like work through it. If I fucked up that sandwich, she would get me to make it again, where it's just like, motherfucker, how many pickles 
goes on the sandwich. <laughs> we can't afford five. Do you put the slices on first or do you put the little ones? Because she wants the little ones, but then you have to wedge it in between the little slices as well. You've got to make sure the ham and the cheese all fits together. And I'm like, motherfucker, it is easier for you to do it and for this woman to stop complaining than to constantly fucking tell me how to make a fucking sandwich. Because it's a fucking sandwich. But I would, I would, I would have to hold all the anger in and wait until I went at home to play Tony Hawk's. Um, and and so basically, uh, yeah. So I was not making a lot of money, and so I had to figure out like, okay, so if yeah. I'm taxing home. So what can I do? Him. And uh, so the party, the party gets real out of hand. And I wonder why. Um, but it got to a point where <laughs> I kept meeting up with um, Emma over and over again, like just at random points. Like we were going yeah. to basically what I what I do in high school. I, I kind of do now weirdly professionally, where basically. Um, I would just go from group to group. Like, I had my solid yeah, friends who were shitty friends. Butterfly. Exactly. So I would, like, just bounce from group to group and kind of, like, talk with people. And, like, hey, what are you mm. doing? What's going on? Because I would be genuinely interested in people and, like, what they yeah. were up to. And I would just be like, okay, well, if you got to go to class or you got to do that thing, I would just go to a different group. And so I was doing the same thing at this party. I was just bouncing, like, hey, I know you. What do you do? What is going on with you? And they're like, oh, man, I'm in a band. And then I would go to another person, like, what do you do? And, like, oh, I'm in a band. I'm like, hey, what do you do? And, like, I'm in a band. Like, motherfucker, you are all. In bands, okay, fine. <laughs> but they never told me what type of music they played. They just told me their influences. Like, yeah, we're like most of the time, like, oh yeah, we're like Radiohead. <laughs> we're like mixed with like at the drive-in Mars Walter. Like, okay, so you sound really sad and shitty. Okay, got it. Great, yeah. good one there. Um, but basically, yeah, I kept running into M, and she was like, "Look, we need to stop doing this." And I'm like, "Ah ha ha ha!" Like, it's like a thing. Like, no, I need to. I need you to know that I do want to sit down and talk with you at some point. We later became friends and stuff like that. And I'm like, "Oh, I totally agree. You seem really cool. I like the whole shave thing, and it's like, you seem really really nice." And and really, I was just like. Like, you just, I just don't want anything. I just don't like people hating me. So I'm like, you are mm. awesome. And I think, again, really drunk. like, you're really awesome, Emmy. You seem fucking cool. And if I was in Dayton, this is my girlfriend, I'd probably be hanging out with you. And it's fucking cool. dies of ice, you're my first and option. So fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I need a dealer and I'm going to put in a fucking sandwich, you are my go-to gal. And she's like, great. And then she fucking bit me. She just bit me fucking what? really hard on the arm, on the upper forearm just fucking sunk her fucking teeth hard into it and that bite stayed with her just cause it's like a permanent like she just did it and she was Don't she kept get me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she's got that on like yeah, grills <laughs> she just put that on like, golden grills and just says never forget me motherfucker um, <laughs> but she kept joking on the night like I'm gonna fucking bite you and my girlfriend was really fucking unhappy about this she was super yeah, fucking she be. yeah exactly yeah really fucking genuinely Don't another girl putting putting her mouth, mouth on, on your you. man <laughs> no matter where it is and she just kept joking about it like ha 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 and then she just fucking went for it like bitten at me like fucking jaws into a boat oh. and I just like I was like ah oh! Fuck! Like that just it just hurt. It just hurt a whole bunch. And she's like, no, you won't forget me. And I don't, I don't you forget. Haven't. I haven't forgot her. You've remembered her all these years. And so in that thinking about the taxi thing, because again, I'm drunk, I, I forgot that I had driven my mum's car there because mm. uh, here's the kind of the wrap up of the story is uh, yeah, I had to go to work the next day. So I sobered yeah. up and then I slept in my car and then I woke up like about eight thirty, I had to be at work at nine. And so I wake up tasting vomit and red wine. There's a big bite on my fucking arm. My car, (laughs) like, smells like smoke because I forgot at some point that a whole bunch of people came into the car to smoke while I was trying to get to sleep. (laughs) And they're like, hey, man, we just want to talk with you. I'm like, they got a whole house and a backyard. They're like... 
hey, let's hotbox this guy's past out. Because I found There's out. like smoking in the car, man. Because <laughs> I found out they were hoping I could drive them home. Like, I'm really, oh, like once no. they figured out, like, oh, he's really drunk, this is not safe. I'm like, oh, so I gotta go to work in the morning. Like, I'm really sorry. I'm gotta make some sandwiches. They're get... really particular. <laughs> if I fuck them up, my head's on the chopping block. So I wake up, bite on my arm, car smells like smoke. And uh, I just, I just head, I just drive straight to work. I text my girlfriend like, "Hey, are you okay?" And she doesn't text me until like eleven o'clock. It's like, yeah, I fell asleep at like t- like three a.m. and I'm great now. I'm like, all right, I guess ice doesn't have longing effects. Um, and so I, I grab like a my my usual morning commute drink, which was again, this is in the middle of winter too. Uh, it, like my morning commute drink. Every time that I drove to work, I would get a. Uh, frozen ice coke. What? And because uh, I'm a fucking idiot, I'm a fucking idiot. I learned after four or five years of doing that. No, don't do that. That's why you get sick. It's why your body doesn't know how to deal with stuff, and you're just full of fucking and the, sugar and all the day. Brain freeze. Yeah, like, just prevents your ability to make a sandwich. It's also not <laughs> hydrating at fucking all. So like the whole like day, I don't have that much of a hangover, but I got like a little bit mm. of a headache while this German one's just like. Today I don't fuck up that sandwich, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, fine. And so I get in there, I do my work, and then I'm like, my girlfriend's like, hey, do you want to come hang out? We'll watch Doctor Who, and like, we'll just like, we'll make out, we hang out on the couch and shit. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's pretty cool. And then obviously I go uh, to her place after work. I tell my parents like, hey, I'm coming home for dinner. I'm just gonna get, um, I'm gonna go to Sarah's, and um, and she obviously notices the bite on my arm while we're just hanging out, and she gets real fucking upset at me. And so anyway, the point of the story is. Uh, don't let random girls bite you, no matter how cute they are, because um, uh, they might have hep C. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what fucking disease you could get from <laughs> rabies. You could get rabies from bites if, if they're an animal. Um, uh, what else? Um, uh, don't don't please don't smoke ice. I've got friends who are like regular ice users and they're functional, but I do constantly worry about them. Um, oh yeah, but I, it's, it's a, a terrible drug. It's a terrible drug, but I, if you're don't do functional, drugs, kids. just don't do drugs. Uh, as somebody who doesn't do them often, I'm just like, no, look, I'm I'm functional because I don't do them often, and that's an important reason. I talk yeah. this fast because uh, I'm constantly worried about dying, and that I feel like if I don't get to say the things that I need to say, I'll just fade out of existence. Uh, that's basically my you ultimate fear. Really deep. Yeah, away. I felt like if I tried talking as math fast, I'll just end up just going stammering a lot, like And his last words before he passed was Try to talk really fast, but my brain doesn't go fast enough. He was a real big fan of Scatman John, and we're about to play it at his funeral. Imagine leaving a funeral procession like, and now we finish with the song that he wished to play as we lead him out of the world for the last time. <laughs> Fuck, I'm gonna actually do that. Yeah, that's Ross. Ross that's Ross. Uh, yeah. do that. Um, but yeah, don't do drugs. Don't get bitten by a girl, no matter how cute they are. And just have fun. Know know your limits when you party, because you just don't want to have to wake this up and become a very responsible <laughs> message in the end. Party hard, but know how hard you can party. That's going to be needlessly contrarian and say, "Do drugs, kids. <laughs> it can't harm you." <laughs> Uh, if well, you've been affected by uh, Ross's words, the uh, rehab line for one eight hundred Tom Hardy. <laughs> well, and and so you had to go to work the next day. 
More, yeah. Woke up in your mum's car in the morning. I was after. still responsible. Like I've done other crazy shit where I have to like return my mum's car. Like I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't tell the story often. But when I was eighteen years old, it was just around about like the same time as like cougaring became like a fucking massive thing. <laughs> and I, I took my mum's car for the night, just pretending I was gonna go study with some friends. But really, I met up with a thirty-eight-year-old in a hotel, and it was ridiculous. Oh, and it was just like, go. like it was this whole weird like I constantly have these like weird memories with my mum's car where I've had to <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> Car's seen some shit. Like That's... I'm just amazed. Not at any point where I've gone off and done devious shit that I haven't crashed the car and been like, "Fuck! How am I going to explain all of this weed in the back seat?" Like oh, that's man. never happened. If like, only these like... protective seat covers could talk. <laughs> <laughs> the stories they would tell. Oh man, they they <laughs> they're lambs wool, but boy, do they not make a little sound. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. Yes. So basically, a week before. You gave us the five dot points yeah, of the story the you what just have I missed So you all? gave us turning up too early and nearly crying in a bathroom. Bingo. You hit that one. You didn't lie. <laughs> Number two, throwing up goon over a balcony and missing someone just by centimetres. Yes. Yeah. It was told in the story. Yeah. True to your word. Burp. Three, watching friends smoke ice. Yes. Done. Four, girl biting my arm. Bingo. Did it. Deaths. And number five, waking, him up, waking up in my mum's car the morning after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what we're going to do now, we've written out... I just realised I've given you really vague points, which that's, is great. No, that's, no, that's great. That's fucking that's great, That's what yeah. we wanted. So we're, we've just... We've kind of run with that. And, uh... <laughs> and... Well, you're going to... You'll, you'll, you'll see. Yeah, you'll, I'm looking you'll, forward to this. You'll see. I'm going to move the mic out of, out of the way, just because if I, if I laugh, I, just, I don't want to interject while you guys uh, do this. Part. Oh, no, 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 you're, you're in it. You're, you're the star. Oh, sweet. You're the Are you star. fucking serious? No, you're the star. You're the star. Fuck we're doing a bunch yeah. of characters... Oh, this is great. ...around you. But, oh, yeah, the story will start... Now. Ah, party time! Excellent. Once again, you've done, done yourself, Harrison. Fashionably early. Oh, God. All right. Oh, no. It's, look, it's not, it's not fashionably early at all. It's late. It's late early. It's always early. I've been early my whole fucking life. I'm always early! Always! Oh, no one likes someone who's early. Why can't I just be fucking late for once? I never sleep in. I never just take the time. I'm old. I just want to be late. I, I, not early. Not even the party host is here yet. I'm just stuck here alone with all these early thoughts and it's probably like early onset dementia. I don't look. Oh God. Oh my God. Okay. Or at least, all right, at least I got the best spot on the couch right in the middle. So if people want to talk to me, they can sit beside me. Oh god, it's cold! It's too cold. It's a fucking cold couch. No one's ever sat on this couch. It's so fucking alone. Like, hey, it's got my cut. If only I'd gotten here later and the couch had been pre warmed, but someone's natural heat. The natural heat that emanates from the fleshy, warm buttocks of the happy people, the late people. Why are they here? In a futile attempt to warm up the couch, Harrison begins to vigorously rub his little butt on the couch. Mm. Damien enters and sees Harrison, and Harrison sees him. There's an awkward sexual tension between Harrison and the couch. What are you doing here, Harrison? I'm just, um, I'm just early for the, for the party. Yeah, I'd say it's 1pm. The party doesn't still start till 8 in four weeks' time. Oh, gosh darn it all the bejesus, I'm back. Look, I, I, I must have, I must have gotten the months mixed up. You know how I am, just being early. Look, I, I, I don't, don't mind me. Just do your thing. I can wait till here till it starts. You won't even know I am here. Interior house, lounge room, day. <laughs> Two weeks later, Ross is looking at Harrison alongside Damien, annoyed and slightly confused. Hey, Damien. So, um, is your friend living with us now? Is this, is this what squatting looks like? 
I want to confront him, but I'm not good with confrontation. Confrontation makes me gassy. Nah, no, no, no one says you have to confront him. He's just been there for a while, is all. Uh, it's just Harrison. He's just here early for the party we're throwing. The one that's two weeks away? Yeah, yeah, he got the months wrong, some Facebook events mix up. It happens. Well, I'm going to go talk to him, and, you know, he really hasn't moved in a while. It's, it's a bit worrying. Ah, ah, don't sweat it. It looks like he's been living off couch crumbs and loose change. How he's still alive, I'll never know. So his stomach's a coin bag piggy bank now. <laughs> so what? He's not hurting anyone. Russ steps forward to try and talk to Harrison on the couch. Hey, Harrison. Hey, buddy. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you've been on the couch for a while, uh, yeah? Do you maybe, I don't know, want to go back to your own place and come back when the party's actually on? Oh, no, you know what? I can, uh, I can, I can wait. It's like a, you know, it's a 20-minute uh, bus ride back to my place and, uh, I only got enough on my uh, my Opal card to, to get back home, which uh, you know I was gonna I was gonna do after the party anyway. You know how I am. Look, I can give you my some money to get back home. Oh, no, you know what? I I don't want to be a hassle. You're, you're being a hassle now. Uh, oh. Harrison, taken aback by Ross's outburst, stands up from the couch. Okay, all right. Oh well. Uh, excuse me. Pardon me. I uh, <clears throat> I have to I have to go I have to I have to go somewhere now. Harrison makes his way to the bathroom. Once in the bathroom, he goes to the sink and looks at himself in the mirror, a tear almost going down his cheek. <sighs> okay, I'm almost gonna cry in a bathroom. Don't cry in a bathroom. Don't cry in a bathroom. Just be strong, Harry. Be strong. Be, be strong. Harrison makes his way back to the couch, sits down as Damien and Ross stand with their arms folded. Look, I'll, I'll be fine just here. Harrison spots some Dorito crumbs, licks his finger, and scoops them up from the couch. Oh, it's so good. You know you could just ask us for food. Uh, we have our whole fridge full. I, no, 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 no. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> Guys, I don't want to be a hassle. That's crazy. You're kind of being a hassle now. Plus, at this point, I think my body would just reject regular food. You know, you know, it's, 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 better, it's better just to not have regular food. You guys got any uh, breadcrumbs or, like, loose change? Ross, your beard look, might, might be full of the... Ross hesitantly grabs 15 cents from his pocket as Harrison quickly snatches it and gobbles it down. <laughs> Interior house, lounge room, night. Two <laughs> weeks later. The party is on and it is raging. Everyone is dancing and having a great time while Harrison still sits at the couch, bobbing to the music. <laughs> Damien comes over to talk to Harrison. What are you doing? You've been here waiting for this party for weeks, and you still haven't moved from the couch. I think all the not moving from the couch has caused uh, my leg muscles to atrophy. It's pretty bad. I, I, I genuinely don't think I can, I can get up. I'm amazed I can move my neck right now. Ross staggers over to the two, drunkenly holding huge amounts of alcohol. What do you mean you can't get up? Your dead, lifeless leg muscles just need a little sippy of liquid courage. Suckle down some that goon down your throat. Slobber with your gubba. Woohoohoo! We gone, buddy. Harrison takes some of the goon and takes a drink. Whoa! Oh my god! It's like there's a. Oh my god! There's a party. It's like there's a party in my mouth and everyone's vom fucking each other. It's what's in this? It's a grapes. I mean, I love it. Exterior house balcony night. Seventeen goons later, Harrison is drunkenly chatting up a girl. Hey, as uh, you know, I um. I see. I, 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 you know, I, don't, I don't know you, but can I, can I borrow some coins? I, I want to go to a payphone, because it's 2009, and, and call my mum, so I can just tell her, like, I've met this girl, and she's the girl in my dreams. I mean, I have a mobile. 
I just really want to eat some coins. Give me some coins. Uh, that's sweet. Uh, I wanted someone to come over here actually to break the ice, so we can all smoke it and get weird. <laughs> well, consider it a baroque. Wait, 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 wait. What? What? What, what do you mean? Well, I hate smoking ice alone. It makes me feel like I'm engaging in some sort of antisocial behaviour. <laughs> like I'm the dregs of society. I'm like some kind of criminal. Oh, okay. Well, look, I, I, I won't do it myself. But I am very happy to watch. And who am I to judge? I am a human piggy bank. I want to see where this goes. Jenny begins to smoke the ice as Harrison watches, watches on, amazed. Hmm. Okay, so that's... That, that's how it's done. You know, I've never seen such a strange looking pipe. Like, it reminds me of, of like, oh, what's that instrument? What's a, is it a kazoo? Yeah, I, you know what? I love kazoos. I used to play in the school band, but it doesn't make a sound when it's filled with amphetamines, you know? We're not so different, you and I. Jenny, Jenny continues to smoke the ice as Harrison's amazement turns to awkwardness. Damien and Ross make their way up to, to make up way up to the two. Oh, hey, Harrison. How you liking the party? You late night party boy. That's the name of the podcast. Oh, yeah, man. I am loving it. The podcast, the name, the party. It's fucking brilliant. I uh, see you've taken a liking to Jenny. Jenny, all meffed up. Starts incoherently muttering. <laughs> or she has taken a liking to this fucking guy. <sighs> Party girl's bethusty. Jenny violent, violently bites into Harrison's arm as he begins to scream. Ah! Oh my god! Oh my god, she's hungry! She's thirsty and hungry! I don't deal with pain! Oh god! All oh, the second grins that I've had, both are not going well! I'm sorry, it looked like a Savlaki. Harrison, you don't look so good. This line is to telegraph something. <laughs> That's about to happen. <laughs> Ross's face lights up as he looks down and sees the pizza delivery man is approaching. Oh, look! The pizza's here! A pizza guy! <laughs> I have the pizzas. Pizza man waves as he approaches the backyard. <laughs> Harrison feels a little sicky in his tum-tum and <laughs> runs to the edge of the balcony and vomits. It rains vomit. <laughs> vomit and coins. <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> You're, you're a disgusting boy. What a puke. Missed me by mere, missed me by a mere inches. No, wrong conversion. <laughs> Pizza Man grabs a ruler from his pocket and measures the length between himself and the puke. Centimeters, <laughs> centimeters, even closer. You almost caught me, you a disgusting boy. Well, pizza's paid for. I'll just leave it here by the door and go. I guess this is just my tip. Thanks. <laughs> Pizza Man kneels down and tries to sort through the coins and vomit as he begins to experience an existential crisis. It was that night I realized being a pizza delivery man was not like the pornos back in my mother country, the United States of America. There were, 30, there were, there were no 30-year-old women acting as 18-year-old girls having a sleepover. <laughs> They would always pay in money, and not something more creative. And it was always... And it was always unacceptable to put your dong in a little hole in the box. Damien, you good? You want me to take over? I got it. Come on. And it was always unacceptable to put your dong in a little hole in the box. So... 
Jesus God. So it sticks out when you open the pizza box. But also, sometimes the porno would be ambiguous. Too, if if the girls were even younger than 18, oh my God. it was the girls that got me thinking that pornography contribute to a misogynistic culture of violence and oppression towards women. I don't know. <laughs> I just masturbate to it. Wow. I don't know. I just masturbate to it. Pizza man, with coins in hand, gets up and goes back to his car and starts taking a long drive back to his pizzeria of work. Exterior highway night. The, pe- the pizza man is driving along in the cold, dead night along the highway, still deep in thought. Being a pizza delivery man is hard. Grueling, unthankful work. The type where you have to sift through someone else's puke to get your tip. I was never a rich man growing up. Me and my family resided in the hard, rough neighborhoods. I got nothing from the educational system. The only thing the US government taught me is the wrong accent. (laughs) But whilst not rich monetarily, was I rich in friends? No. (laughs) But this is my life. Exterior pizzeria night. Pizza man pulls up and parks next to the curb and makes his way inside. Interior pizzeria night. Pizza man's boss, Sal, waits impatiently at the front counter for him. Petey, what are you doing? You went out for that delivery 15 minutes ago. I'm sorry, boss. I'm sorry. This kid, this kid almost puked all over me. A kid almost pukes on you every weekend. You know that. This is the life you chose. I know, but... (laughs) I know, but tonight was different. (laughs) This puke. (laughs) Oh god! I know, but tonight was different. This puke. Well, this puke had coins in it. (laughs) This kid's projectile vomit was paying out. Now I know you're bullshitting. It's true, Sal. It's true. I can prove it. Look, I don't want to see no puke-covered coins, Petey. <sighs> Look, Petey, you know your work has been slacking for a while. <laughs> slacking? <laughs> and the pizza business isn't doing as well as she used to be. The kids, the kids just don't want to order in no more. At least from pizzerias. They got their Uber Eats, their Deliveroo's, and... Quite frankly, we've been sinking. What? What are you saying? I'm letting you go, Petey. Letting me go? I'm barely surviving as is. I need this job, Sal. I need it. <sighs> Not my problem, Petey. <laughs> Pizza Man dejectedly walks out of the pizzeria, gets in his car, and drives away. Interior, Pizza Man's shitty apartment night. Pizza Man sits on his recliner in a filthy singlet, watching bad late-night TV. He doesn't know what to do with himself. And, uh, what's the deal with, uh, all these pizzerias shutting down? What's going on with that? All I was was a pizza man. Now that I am not a pizza man, who was I? Was. Was I delivering the pizzas? (laughs) Or were the pizzas... Delivering me. <laughs> Pizza Man takes out the disgusting puke covered coins from his pocket. These coins were all I have left in the world. 
Interior bank the next day. Pizza man wearing a cheap op shop suit talking to a bank teller at the window. She is holding a coin bag with pukes soaking through. <sighs> we would like to help you, Mr. Pizza Man, but A, you can't open up a bank account with coins, <laughs> and B, they're covered in puke. Pizza Man hangs his head down in shame. Exterior, highway corner, day. A scrappy-looking pizza man stands on the corner holding a sign reading, We'll deliver pizza for food. <laughs> a young, hipstery-looking man walks by him. Um, if you have pizza, couldn't you just eat that? Pizza man, overcome with emotion. Why didn't he think of that? It's not too long until he fully breaks down and screams as the young man runs away startled. Oh! Interior, Pizza Man's shitty apartment day. Pizza Man is preparing to hang himself from a noose he's tied up. <laughs> he takes a step on the chair as he looks at the bag of puke-soaked coins. I just want to interject at some point. I, 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 make, I have no responsibility for this guy. I just want to You're put responsible, that out there. Harrison. Ah, son of a bitch. You're responsible. <laughs> Alright, back to the scene. This is all your fault, Harrison. <laughs> Pizza Man steps off the chair. He has successfully hung himself. I just imagine it's like the scene in Shawshank and there's just a long pull-out. <laughs> just the saddest fucking music. I'm a scat man! Oh, exterior house, balcony, <laughs> night. <laughs> back I just got back to just the biggest part of the <laughs> Back to the action. Damien and Ross try to help a messy, puke-stained Harrison. Jesus, Harrison, you're a mess. You need to go home. Uh, all right. Guys, I'm, uh, I'm too drunk to get home by myself. And the pizza guy took the last of my coins. So I can't pay for a cab. I hope it's, it at least serves him the best for the rest of his life. <laughs> you know what? I'll just go back to the couch. I don't... I don't want... I don't want to be a hassle. You be a hassle! You be a hassle! Ah, I'm just gonna call your mum to come pick you up. Interior Harrison's mum's car. Later. Harrison's mum has picked up Harrison and they are now driving back home. I haven't seen you in a month. <laughs> What's been going on, Harry? Okay, look, long story. Zuckerberg really screwed me over about big Facebook events mixed up. I'm really sorry that I really I should have called. I just I couldn't find a payphone. We've had missing posters for you <laughs> around all the neighborhood. Oh, my bad. Well, it's okay. We're home now. <laughs> Exterior Harrison's place driveway. Harrison's mum pulls up to the driveway and parks. She gets out, but then comes back when she notices Harrison hasn't moved. Harrison, aren't you coming in? Well, I I I um. I could, but it's, you know, it's only two days away until you kind of drop me off at the uh, the uh, the Northside uh, Ice Cream Festival. So it kind of just makes sense for me to stay here in the car. Like, I mean, it just, it just makes sense. Harrison notices, then stares longingly at the breadcrumbs and loose change scattered around across the front seats. What, uh, what, uh, what happened back here? Oh... I just brought several baguettes and drove over multiple speed humps. Oh, a daddy's home! This is how we do! Exterior at Harrison's Place driveway next day. Harrison wakes up in his mum's car as his mum makes her way over to him wearing a robe to check up on him. Harrison claws at the window sickly. Oh, uh, daddy's got nickel poisoning! Let me out! 
Finn. Finn. <laughs> there we go. That um, is brilliant. That was that was a lot of fun, guys. Uh, well, thank you for coming on. Was it? It was pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. I think we nailed it. I you feel like we nailed too. that pizza man's life too. I was <laughs> that is that is my biggest fear is that like one tiny thing. Oh, that wasn't even a tiny thing, but one tiny thing that I've done has led to someone's death. And oh, then just like God. knowing it that this is like butterfly effect thing has just caused that poor mm. fucking man. Mm. That was oh, the point boy. we were trying to make. Yeah. <laughs> Got dark, bed. Yeah. That was your party story, Harrison. Thank you guys um, so much. That was brilliantly written. Nah. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the yes, first ever so Late Night Party Boys. I love the Late Night Party Boys. Yeah. <laughs> and that was today's episode. Wow. I feel, you feel like we nailed the essence of Harrison's party story, mm. especially the tangent with... The pizza the, guy. The pizza guy is very that. depressing, right? It's true. In a way, we're all pizza guys yeah. in Harrison's story. Getting coins puked out at us. That's I would actually like coins being puked out at me. I'd just like to have more coins in my pocket, to be honest. You know, I'd like coins. Isn't that what working is? Like sifting through bile and vomit to make a living? Isn't that what work is, Ross? Fuck, you're getting a little bit too... Isn't uh... all our money covered in disgusting capitalism? Oh, the blood of the friggin' poor working, I don't know. working class all over us. This is now a political podcast, but uh, that yeah. was that I, was. I, yeah, I, I never thought late night party boys was sustainable. I think burn down the burn down capitalism. Yeah, yeah, establishment. That's where the podcast should go. We should talk about this off mic, actually. Yeah, I'll start planning the rally. But for our listeners, that was just another episode of Late Night Party Boys with Harrison Engstrom as our guest. Um, thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. <laughs>